Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Hope you're doing well. Happy uh, happy holiday week, as it were. It's it's second to uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's, where no one knows what's going on and very little work gets done. Uh, and it's World Cup time, so I know uh, Johnny P, Mark with a C, very invested in that. So I'm sure they're just loving it. But up, 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 up. Uh, but this week, we are talking Black Bears hockey because we do it every week. Uh, so we'll talk about the weekend that was in Johnstown. We'll take a peek ahead this weekend against the Titans. Uh, we have a uh, commitment from a Black Bear and Dimitri Kibru, forward for the Maryland Black Bears, will join us here in a bit. So, uh, yeah, let's get started with what happened in Johnstown. And if you could tell me, that'd be great because, unfortunately, due to... Um, uh, internet issues and camera issues. It was very limited to what we could see on hockey TV on the away games. Um, one of those deals where you know technology being the root of all evil, as uh, we've been seeing, it's uh, it's here. Here we are, ready to go. But we were able to get to the last ten minutes of the third period and most of the first period in game two. So I guess we can agree that hooray! At least we got that. In any case, the Black Bears uh, get started. Uh, against the Tomahawks, and the Tomahawks really came out strong in the first period of Friday's game, really out-shooting uh, the Black Bears 13-7, uh, to thanks to, in part, due to a double minor for Ruff in a game misconduct uh, to Magnus Godowski, who got into it with Will Bowman a little bit and then ripped Will Bowman's helmet off, which is a no-no and automatic game misconduct. So he was given the gate and, uh, you know, was able to kill that... Black Bears were able to kill off that power play, that extra two minutes. But unfortunately, right after that happened, 434 into the first period, Johnny uh, Lickney uh, gets his fifth of the year on a tip in front. That puts Johnstown up one to nothing. Uh, they would have plenty of other chances, but uh, William Hackinson very strong in net, uh, stopping the rest of the uh, the other 12 shots in the period, uh, going into the locker room down one to nothing. But the Black Bears came out. In a big, big way, uh, after an early uh, penalty taken by the Black Bears, which a little bit of trouble in this one. It doesn't matter. Dimitri Kebrew was able to uh, get a nice little pass up from Cal Essenmacher. Kebrew goes in. He makes no mistake for his 17th of the year. Uh, Essenmacher's second assist. And for Kebrew, uh, he is dangerous on the shorthanded attempt. That's his fourth shorthanded goal of the year. That ties a single-season record. Uh, for the Black Bears passing uh, or tied with Jackson Starrett and uh, also that shorthanded goal past Jackson Starrett's uh, all-time record for shorthanded goals. And uh, shout-out to Dimitri on that. A nice little accomplishment on the special teams there, though shorthanded you don't necessarily want to get into that all the time, but hey, here we are. Uh, then uh, the, the Black Bears just kept it going. Luke Van Wy from the point rips one home, his fourth of the year from Braden uh, Stannard which was his seventh assist, and Gunner Van Dam, his tenth assist of the season. The Black Bears up two to one, and then late into the frame, under four minutes remaining, Brandon Piku, who is uh, chasing Luke Mountain to that mountaintop of all-time points, gets his fifth goal of the year. Standard his eighth assist. Trey Scott getting an assist for uh, his seventh of the year. Black Bears up three to one by second intermission. They outshot the Tomahawks ten to three in that frame, but the Tomahawks came back with a vengeance in the third period, putting all they could on Hackinson, having a couple shots, uh, having a couple odd uh, odd man chances, 
some power play time, not a lot, thankfully. Uh, the Black Bears able to hold them off. Uh, Hackinson stops all 11 shots. That's the victory as uh, the Black Bears come away with a 3-1 win, extending their win streak at the time to seven games, uh, which ties an all-time record as well from April in April 2021. They had a seven-game win streak, which is most of all times. Hackinson, 26 saves in the uh, the win, still undefeated uh, was Hackinson, but the uh, the second game did not go as planned for Maryland. And in all honesty, it was a solid game between these two squads, uh, back and forth. Maryland really coming out of the gate strong. Uh, knowing that they had to get on the Tomahawks early because you don't want to go ahead and, and give a team that has motivation to split the series at home any more motivation. So they tried to uh, get things going fast. And 839 in, it finally broke through. Birch Gorman getting on the board for his first NEHL goal. He gets Maryland on the board one uh, nothing. Adam Shankula, his eighth assist. Samuel Stitz, his eighth assist. And the Black Bears are in the lead. However, it uh, short-lasted as uh, just over four minutes later, Zach Albin uh, gets his fifth of the year as the Tomahawks just had chance after chance after chance, three hacks for a dollar in this one, and they get uh, the equalizer just past the middle point of the first period. That's where it ended up after one, and then the feed went out, unfortunately. Zach Albin then, 6.20 into the second period, he gets the Tomahawks ahead with his sixth of the season, but when in doubt, call El Capitone as Brad McNeil gets his fifth of the season, under three minutes to play in the second uh, period. Gunnar Van Dam with his 11th assist of the year. Christian Catalano with his 14th assist. We are tied going into the third period. The third period, the Black Bears were very offensive. They put everything they could on net trying to get that uh, go-ahead goal. Uh, but unfortunately, with 4.15 left, Maryland native Will Lawrence for Johnstown gets his third of the year, and he has been... Uh, he's had the Maryland Black Bears number. I think he has points in every time he's played the Black Bears. Uh, but he was a force. He gets his third of the year, puts Johnstown up. Maryland calls their timeout with about two minutes remaining. Uh, they pull the goaltender. They pull William Hackinson, who had played very well uh, in this game. Uh, so, I mean, he did all he could against the Johnstown offense. Maryland does break through with 20 seconds remaining. Piku with his sixth of the year. From Gunnar Van Dam, who had a big, big weekend for himself, his 12th assist, and Brad McNeil getting his 16th assist of the year. Uh, that put the game into overtime. The first overtime the Black Bears have had this season, despite what the NAHL standings has to say, because uh, it has them only having 19 regulation wins when this is their first overtime game. I don't know where we got that 20th at. Who's to say? In any case, uh, Johnstown trying to get some things going. Had a couple of breaks. William Hackinson standing strong. Maryland having a couple of breaks, too. A little breakaway from uh, Dimitri Kieber got stuffed by uh, by Alec uh, Rajlin Sharp. And, of course, you had a uh, stop from Christian Catalano on a one-time attempt and then going the other way with under 30 seconds remaining. David uh, Mastalkis with his uh, fifth goal of the year, and that's all she wrote. It is uh, It snaps the Maryland Black Bears' seven-game winning streak, but... They have points in nine of their last ten games, which is a little bit of a silver lining in all this, despite the 4-3 defeat. Hackinson, 21 saves in this one. Uh, as, uh, yeah, just uh, they get points. Points are crucial going forward in this. And in looking at the way-too-early standings, Maryland still sitting atop of the East Division with 41 points. They are clear of second place Northeast. 
by uh, 14 points. And uh, that's a huge, huge situation here. And the goal differential for Maryland, plus 47, uh, which is just above the uh, Oklahoma Warriors, who are plus 42 on the year. They only have two defeats in regulation all season, but they've only played 17 games. Uh, Looking downward, uh, New Jersey Titans have two games in hand, and they're at 22 points. Johnstown have four games in hand at 19 points. So uh, Black Bears getting those wins early, kind of banking them up. Uh, because you never know when you're going to need them. So always a plus for this squad ahead of uh, what's going on. And they have an eight-game point streak going on. And like I said, uh, points in nine of the last ten games as uh, we get going into New Jersey. New Jersey comes back to town for the first time since opening weekend. And uh, looking at looking at them, 11-11, uh, straight up 500. Uh, no OT losses or shootout losses for them. Uh, but they do have three overtime wins, so that's something uh, that uh, if Maryland can, you know, not getting to overtime, uh, that'd be wonderful. Because um, it looks like New Jersey's deadly, and they're in a four-game win streak coming into this. So you got to figure that they are feeling hot. They had a lot of a uh, lot of changes in their uh, lineup after uh, their uh, slow start, and that seems to have fixed a little bit here and there, uh, especially with uh, Craig Dremus's team. Uh, defending that title. They want to get back there and have the chance to get into the playoffs, so they're going to be playing uh, playing from behind, playing uh, some maybe desperate hockey, depending on how far the season gets. But uh, at 500 right now, they're kind of back to even keel, something that early in the on uh, early in the going, they were, oh, I think their own six coming back after the showcase. So, I mean, quite the turnaround for this team since they came back from Blaine. But always an exciting matchup between these two. Of course, Maryland swept them. Uh, in the opening weekend, which is something they haven't done uh, since the inception of this team five seasons ago. So we got that going for us as the uh, league-leading Black Bears take on the league champs, New Jersey uh, Titans, this weekend. And a big part of this 20-win season uh, and a very key cog in this is uh, Dimitri Kibru, uh, who has 17 goals this season uh, so far, and uh, he has been quite the... Uh, Quite the uh, breath of fresh air, especially after uh, last season. Uh, him at the end of the year really coming on strong, uh, and uh, you know with his seven goals last season, a huge improvement for him overall. And we talked to him this week. Uh, had had a chance to uh, get some time uh, between both of us. Had a little chat, and uh, also talked about uh, being a Marylander in junior hockey. What that effect is. Uh, the, the Capitals effect or the Ovechkin effect, some people call it, and his decision to go to Alaska Anchorage. So um, joined now by Maryland Black Bears the forward, Dimitri Kieber. Dimitri, thanks for uh, taking some time out. How you doing, man? Good. Good, man. So this season for this team has been pretty remarkable. Uh, 20 wins already this season. What has been the key to the chemistry? Uh, I don't know. I want to say probably starts with uh, a lot of Maryland kids. So we already have chemistry from growing up together and basically just summer training a lot. And then I just want to say good locker room. So good habits. We have good leaders in the room. So I just feel like everyone knows their roles and we, we do a good job at playing those roles every game. Now you mentioned the Maryland factor. I mean, you said you grew up with a lot of these guys and, and came through it like, how have you seen the Maryland scene grow, and and was a lot of this due to like the Ovechkin factor, as many people say that with the Caps winning and everything like that, you like you see a lot more talent out there on the ice. Yeah, I mean, I would say so. I mean, every every friend I know has an Ovechkin jersey, so you, you got to give them credit. 
a lot of a lot of us started young, went to Team Maryland, and you see a lot of them go to different clubs. But I feel like the ones who stuck it out also still got their <clears throat> their opportunities here in juniors. So yeah, I feel like all the Maryland players that are playing juniors all worked it. So I feel like that's that's something we all have. Is that a big thing for you to be able to play near home and to be able to play alongside guys that you knew? Because it seems like, you know, even a couple years ago, I mean, this being the fifth season, it almost seemed impossible. I know when I was growing up in the area, it was, you know, you had to go out of town. Does it make it easier now that there's a, a junior team that's in town? Yeah, 100%, because uh, I know the local club team, Team Maryland, plays their 18 team out of Piney, I guess, for scouting purposes for uh, Black Bears. Awesome. So, I mean, that's... It's always good to have a group very close for the next year of scouting. So, yeah, I, I mean, I was I was scouted from Team Maryland too. So yeah, I, I give a lot of credit to to the junior team being local. It, it helps a lot for uh, getting scouted out. Dimitri Kuber joins us from the Maryland Black Bears, and and Dimitri, you're a guy who. I saw last year improve his game as the season went on, and now you're kind of just going off right now, 17 goals in 24 games. What what did you do in the offseason? Is there anything that you changed to have this this metamorphosis into being just a, a powerhouse up front? Uh, yeah, I'd say uh, last year was more more of a uh, role-player role, and this year I, I asked Coach what I need to work on, and he gave me a few things, and one of them was being my shot and being able to use it in different ways. Because uh, I lacked on the one-timer side of things and just quicker releases. So this summer, along with everything else, I, I majority focused on my shot and just getting it more accurate, learning different releases, and then especially that one-timer. So, yeah, it looks, it looks like some things are coming together. So that is good. Always a plus for sure. And last season, of course, the heartbreak of, of just missing out on the playoffs. Did, did that – put a chip on your shoulder going into this season? Because I'm sure there's a lot of guys who return that probably want to have a revenge tour for this season. Yeah, 100%. I feel like uh, we have enough returners to uh, keep, I don't know, keep the good habits going all year so that something like that doesn't happen again. I feel like we have a, a better group to do it this year. So, I mean, it is it is good, though, that we can always remind them about what happened last year, no matter how, how well we play first half or – Anytime this season, there's always room for improvement because stuff like that can happen. So I, I just feel like it uh, builds better team chemistry and just team work ethic through the year. Early on in the season, there was a couple moves, and uh, you were given the uh, alternate captaincy. Uh, take us through that. I guess your feeling about getting the alternate captaincy, and and you know what your role is uh, along with the other leadership group. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it's unreal to get a letter. I'm especially second year guy. I mean. We made a few trades, so we had we had an option for another caption. Our coaches thought that I had made enough improvements on and off the ice to uh, show that I could be a leader this year, and I'm grateful for that always. And uh, I feel like my role as a captain this year is more just like uh, keep the energy up always, but also uh, lead by example on the ice. I can be a vocal guy, but I like being nicer, so I let the yelling go to the captain. So I'd say I, I just like to uh, show the guys what to do by uh, – doing it on the ice first, and then they follow. Playing the good cop to uh, a bad cop, I guess, in, in that instance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, so Maryland, your entire life, you, you played in the Howard organization for a year before Team Maryland, played at St. John's uh, for prep, and now with your, uh, your uh, letter of intent going to Alaska Anchorage, I guess – um, yeah. Quite the departure, but what went into it? I mean, were you able to talk to uh, Connor Cole about his experience there so far? And is that something that swayed you to, to go to uh, UAA? 
Yeah, I talked to a few schools in that process, and uh, I just felt like uh, I got the most interest out of Anchorage, and they, they treated me right. And I did ask Colsey about what, what his experience is there this year, and he said that there's that I wouldn't regret it at all. And I know it's uh, a little bit farther from home than people expect, but, uh, I mean, I'll be there with a few of my buddies, so um, I'm stoked for it. And, I mean, I get to go visit a new state I've never been to, so I, I'm I got all good things for Alaska next year. Excellent. Dimitri Kibru joins us here on Defending the Den. And, uh, Dimitri, what are we looking forward to the rest of the season? I mean, you guys out to a hot start, 20 wins so far. We're at the uh, almost at the uh, halfway point of the season. What is the feeling in the room? What is being said to keep this going? Uh, I just feel like, uh, like you said before, it's just we, we always look back to what happened last year and we just can't get too comfortable where we're at. So, I mean, Every day we're just looking for more things that we can improve on. Like we aren't squeaky clean at the moment right now. So we're just working to play as a playoff caliber team all year. And then by the time we get to playoffs, then hopefully it's only a uh, small number of things we have to improve on rather than a, a great a great deal of things. And what are you looking forward out of yourself in all this? I mean, obviously the scoring is great, but is there any other portion of the game that you think you can improve on and, and as you move forward in the season? Yeah, I feel like uh, almost everything I work on. I mean, I'm still not the strongest, I'd say, on the boards. I still need to work on penalty kills, power play. I just feel like uh, right now I have it, but I still need to keep working, especially for the rest of the year as scoring gets harder and teams figure out your habits. So I guess being more of a diverse player, and, uh, yeah, I'd say that that's it in uh, preparing for next year. So uh, there's always room to get better. From what we've seen in your post-game celebration, you got top-notch there, so it's hard to improve upon that. But we'll get you, yeah, out-, that is for sure. <laughs> we'll get you out of here on these uh, just three randos questions. Is there a song or album that you have on replay right now? Um, The new Drake album, for sure. That There are no skips in that album, so I'd say that for sure. But uh, favorite song, I, I don't know. It'd be some type of EDM song before the game, that's for sure. All right. What is one place, since you, you live there in Maryland your entire life, what is one place you're taking uh, some of the boys or telling them to go to see, to look, to eat? Uh, I'd say D.C. for sure. That's that's a big uh, sightseeing spot here. But uh, also Bethesda, it's just a nice little town, town area, city area that has a lot of good restaurants. So I feel like they can find a lot of things that they don't get to see back at home here in Bethesda and D.C. And last one before we get you out of here. In all your travels in hockey, what is your favorite away rink to play in? Oh, I'd probably say Johnstown. Two Johnstown's just so many fans, great rink. And uh, this past weekend they had some nice uh, nice activities set up for the weekend, so that was always fun. It's two for Johnstown. Every every guy I talk to has just been Johnstown, so it must, must hold yeah. something special for sure. Um, but uh, Dima, thanks so much, man, for uh, taking some time out and joining me here, and best of luck uh, going forward in the season. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much, Scotty. Thanks to Dimitri Kebrew uh, of the Maryland Black Bears for joining us here on Defending the Den, uh, and also thanks to associate head coach uh, Kim Weiss for uh, helping set this up as always. Um, but, yeah, awesome to see uh, and awesome to hear from Dimitri after, you know, with his uh, big season. Uh, coming along and one of the teammates and he mentioned the team Maryland uh, team Maryland guys getting together Sean Kilcullen he uh, gets uh, he gets in the news this week because man oh man he has himself a commitment it, it took it almost seemed like it took a long while but uh, killer as they like to call him uh, because his last name is Kilcullen it's the easiest nickname to think of 
Uh, he gets his commitment, and he is going to UMass Lowell. He's going to be a Riverhawk uh, next season uh, for the uh, in Hockey East, one of the tougher divisions or tougher conferences in college hockey right now. Kilcullen this season leading all defensemen as we speak right now with 21 points, four goals, 17 assists for him, which uh, the 21 points also ties his career high with the Black Bears from last season. He's already surpassed in goals with uh, four goals when his top was one. Uh, he's on his way for assist as well, topping that. So uh, a big, big uh, deal for Kilcullen, who was a tender from 1920, so a three-year Black Bear. Had a couple stints in uh, the 1920 season, had three games under his belt there. But uh, a good uh, a good commitment for this young man as he moves forward, an alternate captain for this squad, and something I think everyone is uh, very cool to see. Another Maryland kid going into Division I um, and growing up through the team Maryland system before heading into uh, what we are now with the Maryland Black Bear. So shout-out to Sean Kilcullen on that commitment. Taking a look at some Black Bears alumni, and we start off with Ryan Bottrell, potting his first goal of the season uh, with the uh, the Brown University Bears. And, uh, yeah, first NCAA goal in a overtime loss, unfortunately, to Colgate. So a, uh, a, nice, uh, a nice shot, too, just on the right side, gets set up in his wheelhouse, puts it home. Uh, that puts him at four points this season, over eight games, for the uh, all-time or the single-season point leader in Maryland Black Bears history, with 59 last season, so uh, a nice, a nice to see him uh, advancing and playing as well as he has been. Laker Aldridge continued to light things up with Ohio University in the ACHA: 14 goals and 31 points in just 16 games for Aldridge. A huge uh, bump for him uh, moving forward in this one. Moving to Matthew Davies. Playing for Alvernia, uh, Alvernia in the uh, UCHC. Uh, he's got himself a goal and assist in his eight games with Alvernia. So awesome to see him have a, a, a nice little jump back into the season. And he'll be playing a, a lot of uh, UCHC games in Stevenson. So if you see uh, Alvernia come up on the schedule, maybe go down and see him. Say hi to Say hi to him. It'd be a great time. Looking at uh, Vlad Polagashko, he went overseas. He is now playing in Austria third division, as he will. Be, he has two assists and only one game there for the UEHV Grunden Sharks of the third league. I don't know if that means he can still play at Lake Superior State. I'm sure it does, but in any case, that's where he's at right now. So um, go get him, Vlad. Luca DePasco up to 14-0-0. I'm not sure the last time we had uh, an update. I think it was 13-0-0. Now he's at 14-0-0. One six three goals against a save percentage of 9.29 and one shutout for the Benedictine V's. Uh, you got to uh, you got to enjoy that, right? Something pretty cool there for uh, the young man to keep going. And boy, howdy, what a season he had uh, from uh, from just the continuation of last season. Jude Curtis, former member of the Black Bears for uh, a few seasons. He uh, is at UMass Boston, NCAA Division Three. He has himself an assist in one game this season. So I believe the uh, you know it's, it's really good for him to uh, get some time out there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, Division Three just as, you know, with all the talent out there and a lot of kids in the transfer window not able to uh, pick up with another D1 club. It's you know D3 is just as populated and talented as any other 
division out there. And, you know, you look at what's happening now with uh, one, one in particular, Daniel Colabuffo, who uh, went to the transfer portal after his time at Holy Cross wasn't what he, you know, felt he expected. He's now in sunny Oswego, uh, SUNY Oswego, and he's got uh, five points in seven games, including two goals. So it's a jump up. It's playing time. Uh, and it's also, you know, it's something if you want to get playing time, that's the way to do it. Uh to Mr. Josh uh, Nixon. He is up to six points this season with Union in 14 games. Uh, so uh, a guy who went to the transfer portal and it worked out for him in that one, able to catch on with another D1 club, starting to feel the flow with uh, his new club over there in uh, in Union. Garrett Sislowski, uh playing for the Wenatchee Wild, and he has a goal and four assists in eight games so far with Wenatchee there. So there's a little bit of a uh, alumni update, and that's where we're going. Hey, it's uh, it's a weekend. It's a game weekend there at Piney Orchard, and uh, there's going to be some festivities out there, I do believe. Um, if you go to the rink, it's going to be a good time, as it always is at Piney Orchard. Uh, they have their uh, Black Friday, Black Bear Friday sale. What does that mean, Scott? Well, I'll explain it to you. Just give me a minute. Um, crazy Ellen's Black Bears Friday sale. Uh, it's, uh, just a lot of merch and memorabilia at low, low prices. She must be crazy. And maybe, just maybe, if it's like any other Ellen, she'll do a dance for you. So bring the family, bring the friends. You're going to be sick of, uh, being in the house all the time. You're going to be sick of the turkey. Go see the Black Bears, uh, take on the New Jersey Titans. Hey, how about you go Saturday, too? You're probably saying, Scott, don't boss me around. I'm saying, okay, fair, but let me bring this to you. Saturday, one of the big events of the year for the Black Bears calendar, skate with the Black Bears. Strap on some skates, go out there, skate with your favorite Black Bear. Johnny P will be taking pictures. It'll be a great time for everybody. Um, Good times all around. Get to hang out with the Black Bears. What more could you want uh, in this one? So free post-game skate rental, too. What more could you want? Get some autographs post-game. Go, be a good time. Go out there. Go get your tickets for the Maryland Black Bears. Tickets.marylandblackbears.com. Friday night for the crazy sale. Saturday night, hang out with your buds. Hang out with your Black Bears team. Be a good time had by everybody. So that's my sales pitch. Um, if you want to give me 5%, great. If not, I understand that as well. Uh, the uh, That's it. We're done. We're done here for the weekend. Uh, you guys, or for the week, my goodness, we're going into the weekend, Scott. Have a wonderful uh, turkey day. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy family. If you're going traveling, please be safe. Be cautious out there. Um, you never know what's going to happen next. So, uh, yeah, be safe. Be clean. Be happy. Be healthy. Be all that stuff. Don't eat too much turkey. I will say this. I got turkey burgers on deck uh, for my Thanksgiving because uh, I don't think me and the cat can eat a, a, a big turkey at all. We could try. We'll hate ourselves for it. But here we are. Be safe. We'll talk next week about the New Jersey Titans series. Uh, we'll talk about the series going into the next weekend as we flip the calendars to December. And we'll talk some other stuff, too. Uh, I'm Scotty Watts. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and uh, PodcastMonsters.com. You can catch us on Twitter at Defending10MBB. And we have a combined Facebook with the Chesapeake Hockey Week, Clutch and Crab Hockey uh, on Facebook at Clutch and Crab Hockey on Facebook. And there you go. You got everything you need to know. Uh, You guys stay safe. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.